Hello there, and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm your host, Evan Freeze, or as you may know me on Instagram, at Mile High Ground, and today I'm coming at you with our part, well, our questions from today's post-PulseCon, yeah, say that three times fast, uh, Q&A session with Hasbro facilitated by Rogers and Cohen PMK. Uh, we were lucky to be included on this one, and we are grateful, so we hope we can get you guys a little bit of answers. I won't waste too much time here at the top of the show, but I will give you guys a quick rundown of what PulseCon 2022 did contain for us three and three quarter inch collectors, and they are as follows. The rescue set, which previously had been revealed at SDCC, uh, was finally available for pre-order. I know folks across the pond already have it in hand. Um, we'll see if it ships before that January date that it says. Uh, pre-orders for Boba Fett's throne room playset also close on October 7th. As for reveals, uh, we got those two accidental reveals from earlier this summer, uh, Cassian Andor and Vel Sartha, both from Andor, you know, that hot new media property that there's no figures for. Uh, those were officially revealed. They look great. Excited for those. Let's hope there's more. We also got a figure and Dan in the modal node seven figure pack, which is a Hasbro pulse exclusive. Um, incredibly exciting, a little frustrating since we are all just getting our modal nodes or sorry, our figure and Dan figures, uh, now. So, uh, scramble to cancel them if you need to folks. Uh, they're all coming together with all those fun instruments. Uh, we also got a peek at Hunter from the bad batch. He's not yet available for pre-order, but I will say he looks spectacular. As for the pipeline reveals, Hasbro had some for the return of the Jedi 40th anniversary, which included. Darth Vader, Endor Bunker playset, and repacks of VC-24 Woof, VC-56 Kithaba Skiffguard, VC-99 Nikto Skiffguard, VC-107 Weequay, and VC-132 Salt Marie, or aka Yakface. There was also a Book of Boba Fett pipeline reveal for the Tusken Warrior, and a Bad Batch pipeline reveal, which left most of us scratching our head, as it is Captain Hauser. You know, the clone that was released in the four pack as Captain Ballast. And I think all that's going to be different is that he will have the corrected name pill. Neat, but I don't know if that was anyone's priority. Anyway, that's just a quick rundown of what we got at PulseCon 2022 for three and three quarter inch collectors. And without further ado, here is our questions for the Hasbro Star Wars brand team. And hopefully we'll shed some light and some clarity on what we can expect for these things and moving forward. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Um, I forget when the last time this was done, which was a while ago, but I'm sure you guys all saw the panel and excited to ask questions. We're excited to answer them. So um, my name is Jing. For those that don't know, I'm a brand manager here on Star Wars. And with us, we have Chris, designer. <laughs> you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Everyone yeah. knows him. You guys know I'm design manager. So yeah, I figured we'll just do a quick intro. Um, so again, we thank you for taking the time out of your day to come talk to us um, and talk Star Wars. It's always fun for us. So I know we have 40 minutes. I know that we always have so many questions to get through. So we can definitely get started. Um, and I'm just going to go down this order that I have here. Evan. Hello there and good morning, Chris and Jing. Thank you for doing this, you guys. Appreciate you. Um, I will get our longest question out of the way. It's not super long, but maybe it is. Um, the new reveals showed that you're not done with recent media like The Bad Batch and The Book of Boba Fett, 
But it is hard not to notice that the Black Series is continually are continuing to get significantly more new characters and fully newly tooled figures uh, than the Vintage Collection. You've mentioned in the past that TVC focuses a bit more on the original trilogy and The Mandalorian, but there are plenty of TVC fans who also want figures from the new media while it's still new media. And the Black Series seems to have no issues bringing in plenty of fully newly tooled figures for the OT and Mando alongside full lineups from the all-new shows. Uh, The disparity is pretty discouraging to TVC fans, especially as the current quality in the line has never been better. Can you reassure us that you'll continue to release vintage collection figures from these series, even as they fade from the spotlight, such as Andor and Obi-Wan Kenobi? Yeah, I mean, we we will. I mean, characters that resonate with fans are always characters we're going to go to. the and the difference between TVC and Black Series is big and complicated, and they're addressing different things. But TVC especially has such a huge, rich history of three and three quarter inch figures in general, and not even TVC, but the that scale for Hasbro and all the way back to Kenner. So I think with it, we're we're covering a much broader path and trying to address some of the the deep cut characters that I, we know TVC fans love. I mean, we're, we're those fans too. Um, so we want to, we want to get out obscure characters that are still meaningful and, and old time asks to fans. I think we've revealed some of those recently that are, I think were big hits with fans. So it's, it's finding that balance. And it's not that we're, it's not that we're not doing new stuff and we're only doing old stuff. We're trying to do all of the stuff and we're, we're in this amazing time where we're where every new show that hits adds more and more to the we got to do this pile and we're blessed that way and that we we just we're we've got such a a huge runway of things to go to so we'll we'll get there just give us some time thank you good to know (laughs) and you know you listed some of those examples which like chris said was well received by the community. So it's always good to hear the reactions and the feedback and what the requests are from the team, uh, which you guys always are good at compiling and sharing as well, but um, for the from the fans rather. So keep on doing that because we we definitely wanna definitely wanna hear from you. Oh, always, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> Do our job for us. Please tell us more. <laughs> All right. This question starts off with a uh, look, sir, droids. Uh, fans would love to see droids like Ned B, uh, One Jack, and B2 EMO in the Vintage Collection, but articulated three and three quarter inch versions have only been offered via Disney Parks in their Droid Factory line. Uh, TVC still occasionally offers droids like IG 11 from The Mandalorian, uh, R2 SHW for Merrick's X Wing, and various flavors of R2 D2. Um, do you and the Parks team coordinate on which droid figures to release in which line so there's no crossover? And if Disney Parks offers a droid character, should TVC fans just assume that you won't offer your own version? Yeah, it's a good question. We actually got that um, earlier as well. So we partner closely with Lucasfilm on all levels, including the Parks team and obviously our Lucasfilm licensor team, for example. So. Um, we are definitely close partners and we get on calls weekly by weekly, et cetera. So it's, it's, it's definitely always a conversation just because they have done something doesn't limit, uh, Star Wars from Hasbro from doing the same thing. Um, so it's always a possibility for our items to come out, um, separately from their items as well. 
you know, we love Disney parks. We get excited when their items come out as well. And we're fans and we love to go to parks as well and shop. Um, but yeah, it's, it doesn't mean we as Hasbro won't also come out with some things in the future, but obviously nothing to announce, um, but it's always something we balance on our side. Quick question. So at last year's PulseCon, you revealed that the TVC specialty repack waves would finally be on their own skew, uh, starting with the wave that included Ahsoka, uh, Padawan, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Mace. Since then, we haven't seen any more dedicated specialty repack waves, but we did just get pipeline reveals of several Return of the, Je- uh, Return of the Jedi repacks. Is it too early to say if these will be in the separate skew that was created for this past year's specialty wave, or will they be mixed into the main line or something else entirely? Yeah. So they are mixed into the main line. I think there has been conversations in the past about specialty SKUs getting its own five digits so that it doesn't block pegs, for example. Um, But I think these specific items our fans haven't had for a long time. And they want, like our hardcore fans are asking for these. So we wanted these to be out, um, the ones that we just revealed to be out in, or pipelines to be out in conjunction with the main line. Um, so that will be on the mainline peg. That doesn't mean that's always the strategy going forward. It's something that we'll constantly evaluate and look at um, as we approach 24 and beyond on what the right mix of items and SKUs and five digits are. So, so uh, some TVC figures lately have been getting removable helmets and some have been getting separate swappable heads and helmets. Uh, can you walk us through the decision-making process on which figures will receive which method, uh, as well as features such as articulated rangefinders? Lately, it's been working out pretty well, but uh, boy, that helmet on Axe Woves, to say the least, is a serious whopper. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about Axe at the office yesterday. Um, the, I think that the decision between whether it's a swappable head or a removable helmet or no helmet or or no head, I mean... Those things are all the things we work through as we're developing the product and and whether the character primarily shows. I mean, Axe is one of those ones where we see a lot of time with him as as the character with the helmet off. We see a lot of that. So for him, like he does put the helmet on, but it's rare. So that was one where we prioritized the the face, but still wanted to have the the removable helmet because there's there's fun scenes of him holding it of him putting it on so i it's just there's never a like this is the way we're going to do it it's it's always kind of a discussion about how to get there and how to do it the most justice um sometimes i mean as you guys know like you either have to shrink the head or blow the helmet up to make things work um and that comes into those priorities too. I mean, is the priority to make him look right with the helmet off? And that's more where we leaned on that figure because it's so much about that actor. Um, so that meant his helmet's a little bit bigger than it might otherwise be. But still we try and make those wall thicknesses yeah. as absolute minimal as we can. Sometimes that means with the minimal wall thickness that the helmet can distort a little bit more in the package. So I think you'll you see things like that show up, but yeah, it's like I said, there's not there's not a like this is the way we always do this. It's always on a case by case basis. Well, to really quick follow up, I know <clears throat> I think Vader was pipelined uh, without his helmet on, and I was just curious if that's one that will have swappable heads or if it will be a removable Vader helmet, if you can say. Uh, I shouldn't, but I did earlier, so I will tell you guys as well that one. We are not doing swappable heads. Okay. 
first of all, Chris, Gene, thank you so much for having us on this morning. It has been an absolute pleasure to get to spend this time with you guys. Anytime we get to hang out with Hasbro, we always have a lot of fun. James, it's great seeing you. Always a pleasure, my friend. And Evan and Rob, it was great meeting you guys this morning. All right, so my last question for both of you is more of a fun one. What is your favorite show or movie that you have worked on or are currently working on so far that we know about, shows we know about? Um, <laughs> and it, you don't have to say and or because that's the current thing going right now. It can, it can be whatever you like the most. The, the more recent entertainment that excites me as an original trilogy fan, I, I dearly love what, what Lucasfilm did with Rebels in mm. that show. So to see some Rebels characters like turning into to live action stuff, that, that's super exciting. And because I, I, I personally think Rebels is one of the most amazing things that's happened in Star Wars animation in a long time. I mean, not that, and like, that's that's a tough bar to, or a line to draw, because it's like, okay, we're here and we're here. <laughs> but I I do really love Rebels and how that played out, so. I'll jump in on the Rebels train really quick that you guys are talking about. Um, I'm glad to hear that you guys love it so much. Um, as you are probably aware, the Vintage Collection has absolute zero in terms of Rebels uh, presence, whereas Black Series has the complete team. And I know they place very highly on community wish lists. Uh, they're constantly very highly placed on our March Madness bracket. Um, they were very popular when proposed as a HasLab figure pack in our own community discussion. So I was just curious if Rebels and TVC can, will be, or already is a priority or a thought for the Vintage Collection moving forward. You know how we have to answer this one, right? <laughs> we, yes. we, have nothing, we have nothing to announce. <laughs> Um, just mostly like wanted said, to make sure you guys are aware we want them. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, we, the we are fully aware you want them. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. those those things that the fan community does informs us on so many levels. So thank you so much for constantly doing that and being engaged in the community and fostering that. So you guys for fostering that in the community. Um, it's definitely a forum that we tap and we pay attention to. So uh, thanks for doing that. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Alrighty, gang. Uh, huge thanks to Rogers and Co. and PMK for facilitating this and keeping us in the loop. Uh, and another huge thanks and a bunch of gratitude to the Hasbro Star Wars brand team for wanting to include us uh, in this opportunity. Uh, we hope that there has been some valuable nuggets for you guys to kind of stew over until we talk at you next. Um, but until then, here's the regular parts of the show that are, hey, if you haven't, and you do enjoy the show, please rate and review the podcast. Uh, if you so choose, there's a handy little link to do so in our bio at, at SWTVC on Instagram. Uh, other than that, we will be back at you with a regular episode, hopefully in the next week or so. And stay tuned at SWTVC on Instagram for plenty of good daily content, either community created or the stuff that we tirelessly want to throw at you. As always, Keep 375 alive. Back TVC, balance the scales, Hasbro, finish the 96, and may the force be with you.